welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, at allamericangold.com. And I'm going to tell you, we got a great, great show lined up. Another awesome offering, a great special coming your way. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm really excited about uh, the program today. You need to go out to the website today. I mean, really, you need to go out there every day. But today, there there's a, a video from USA Watchdog. And we we play a lot of them here. Matter of fact, uh, we post a lot of their videos here. But this was uh, John Rubino was the guy that was on it, and it's forty two minutes long. And I, we're gonna play a piece of it, uh, the the biggest piece of it. But you want to know about what's coming. You want to know about how bad the situation really is and I don't want hey, don't, I always say don't take my word for it but they cover New York City It. I did not know but apparently now they're thinking New York City may be worse than Chicago they cover Italy by the way Italy bond yields blew up again today uh, the Italians did bail out that bank that we talked about the other day the the threat now is Italy may be leaving the euro uh, don't worry because Spain is next contagion is coming there are no good choices left but make sure you 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 get out there spend the 42 minutes. Uh, we'll have a, a, a clip of that, about six minutes of it we'll play today. Uh, nationwide Insurance, apparently, you know, they're on your side. they got less people on your side today. Uh, they're cutting 1,100 jobs. The retail sales numbers were out. Uh, negative retail sales now for August. Negative retail sales for September. October, it was up but mostly because everyone paid a fortune for gasoline, uh, which is going to go, hopefully will go away here. Gas is down, I think, about four or five cents. And and I went and looked. Gasoline, you know, crew has gotten demolished. Gasoline prices should fall, should fall, about at least another 40 to 50 cents a gallon, hopefully. Uh, but we'll see. We, we've got so much to talk about. Uh, the down the Dow is down again today, uh, back below twenty five thousand, uh, down about a hundred and fifty points uh, right this second. Uh, we had, like I said, we had retail sales out, we had manufacturing data, we had we had a bunch of of data points, all kind of reiterating what we had talked about, which is everything slowing down. Uh, Wells Fargo news. You're not going to believe the defense that Wells Fargo is using to fight their shareholders. Now, forget about the customers they ripped off. This is the shareholders. I'll tell you about that. And the United States Post Office, bro, I, I, I don't know if it's had to be a record. The losses from the post office 
in the billions and billions of dollars just got approval for the largest increase ever for the price of a stamp. Yep, you better go out go out and get all the 50 cent stamps here you can get your hands on uh, the pro, the post office one approval for a 10% hike in the price of a stamp. They should just let's quit clowning around. They got to charge a dollar. It's going to be 55 cents. Uh, in case you wanted to know, the new price of a stamp going from 50 to 55 cents. I'm sure all the other packages are going to go up to. You know what we need to do with the post office? All the subsidies for everyone needs to go away. And they just need to start charging people what it actually costs. They charge me. I don't get a subsidy. I ship registered insured U.S. mail. There's no subsidy. You know when I first started here? Shipping was like $10. And and you know what? If it was something light and inexpensive, it was 8 We're at 35 Yeah, but don't worry. There's no inflation. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When we get back, we're going to play John Rubino. We got another fantastic special. Uh, I'll let you know the CUBU twenty dollars Liberty coins. They shipped yesterday. Uh, we should have them in here uh, by the end of the week, say Friday or Monday. All the half dollars uh, they shipped out this morning, so they're out today. Uh, I know all the proofs are out. Everybody's got those or have gotten called to get those. Uh, so we're right on top of everything for you. 800-951-0592. USA Watchdog with John Ravino when we get back. 800-951-0592. Again, stocks under pressure. Uh, the, the repricing slowly starting to creep in here as more and more companies are struggling, uh, especially when it comes to looking out for 2019 and where they think uh, sales are going to be. Walmart came out with numbers. They were okay. Nothing spectacular. Uh, and they were ho- Obviously, the street was hoping for a lot more. PG&E, that is the California utility Uh, that appears to be responsible for that massive fire that was that's been killed uh killed you know we don't even know what the final number is going to be but uh, at least 40 some odd people a couple hundred people still missing 59 now see that's how quick it goes 59 people now missing uh their stocks uh, lost 50 percent they've drawn down all their credit facilities word is uh they're gonna owe at least $13 billion. They got nowhere near that. Uh, looks like bankruptcy is headed for them as well. So these are, again, you know, the stock market, even though the Dow right now, it, it, it it's now flat for the year. Your 401Ks have gotten hammered because really the only gains in the Dow are the Googles, the Amazons, Apple, uh, and, and all the other stuff is is down and, and when I told you yesterday listen over 60% of the S&P 500 is down in bear market territory that means they've lost 20% or more uh, things are starting to get a lot lot tougher 
But a great, you know, yesterday I was telling you about the central banks, their gold buying, how we've seen this before. Talking about what happened after World War II, and am I speculating that I believe the Chinese are telling all of the other countries around the world, listen, you better get your gold together, because we're going to come back and we're going to take over when the dollar finally is over and we're going to have a gold-backed type monetary system in play. And then, just coincidentally, we had USA Watchdog. Ramon, let's play the clip. Starting in the, the mid-1990s, um, there was a big crisis, or, you know, at the time, what was considered to be a big crisis, every couple of years. And Alan Greenspan bailed out everybody. And if he didn't do it, the Treasury Department did it. So everyone learned that um, <clears throat> the government has your back. Take all the risks you want and keep the profits. But if you get into trouble, they'll take care of you. Don't worry. That was the lesson that was learned back then. And, and no one has really unlearned that lesson yet. So it's possible but that... Go ahead. It's possible. Go ahead. That it's possible that Trump will decide to try to teach that lesson to the system. But I, I think the numbers are so big now that the risk of um, a 1930s-style depression or a Weimar Germany hyperinflation is, is so great that these guys are going to be terrified of anything that seems destabilizing. And the pressure on whoever's in charge of the, uh, the central bank or the federal government is going to be to try to nip crises in the bud before they really get going because you don't know what's going to happen when, for instance, New York goes bankrupt and that pulls down Chicago and that pulls down California, you know, what does that mean? Nobody knows. Nobody wants to find out. So they will try. They'll, they'll maybe learn what they think um, is the lesson of Lehman Brothers. You know, a lot of people think the uh, the 2008-2009 Great Recession was because we let Lehman Brothers go bankrupt. And if we had bailed them out, that wouldn't have happened, which is really the wrong lesson to learn. You know, if uh, if we'd let all of those guys go bankrupt, we would have had a great recession. We would have had a couple of hard years, but we'd be in way better shape now yeah. than we are. Uh, and so it's possible that the guys who think Lehman Brothers was the big mistake will see New York as the next potential Lehman Brothers or Chicago as the next one. And their impulse will be to bail them out immediately, make sure everybody else knows that, that it's okay. And the bond markets don't have to panic and the stock markets don't have to panic because the government is there. Um, you know, that would be a horrendous, gigantic mistake. Or that, that would be us choosing hyperinflation over the 1930s style Great Depression. Uh, but either way, we're choosing something that is a horrendous crisis that we've never seen in our lifetimes and is inevitable because of all the debt we've taken on in the past 30 years. Well, uh, you run a site called Dollar Collapse. And if we, and this is not a debate, I'm just thinking this is a guy that wrote a book about a dollar collapse and has a site <laughs> called Dollar Collapse. And he's talking about the numbers are too big and the bailouts and, well, we'd have to bail out. Well, something's going to give, John. Yes. I mean, wouldn't that be your premise? The dollar colla would collapse, would it not? I mean, aren't all these countries uh, making side deals? And uh, what, Europe is buying oil in euros now, and, and uh, China is trading with Russia, and India is trading in rupees, and Saudi Arabia wants to you know, use the real, uh, take, take the yuan. I mean, isn't there a downside to all these bailouts for the dollar? Yeah, of course. Well, see, ba basically what you do is you, you create huge amounts of pressure in the system. That pressure has to be released somehow. And it could be released through a lot of bond defaults. In other words, the, de the deflationary path 
would release the pressure by everybody going bankrupt and all that debt being wiped out. But if you bail out all that debt, you shift the pressure over to the currency markets. In other words, we're creating trillions and trillions of new dollars, dumping, in the, dumping them in the system to prop out the bond market. And then people realize, well, you know, the, the currency itself is in oversupply. So as soon as I get dollars, I'm going to convert them into real stuff. I'm going to buy farmland or um, rental properties or gold and silver at whatever price I have to pay. And so it manifests as a hyperinflation. But what it really is is a loss of faith in the currency. Uh, that's the Austrian school of economics endgame for a credit bubble, uh, where, where people just give up on the currency. It collapses in value. Um, the, the system spins out of control for a while, and then you reinstitute some kind of sound money. So that is, is the most likely way out of this for us. We have that crisis where currencies are no longer seen as viable fiat currencies. And people figure out that giving the government an unlimited printing press is a really bad idea. And, uh, and we've got to rectify that somehow. So they um, go back to some form of a commodity-based currency. In other words, a currency that is linked to something real and exchangeable for that real thing. And that limits the government's ability to create or to increase the money supply. It, it ties it to the increase in supply for that commodity. So with gold, um, the reason it worked for 200 years during the classical gold standard is that the supply of gold goes up by about 2% a year, which is about equal to the increase in human population until recently. Um, so the supply of money that was linked to gold was stable for 200 years, which means we had no inflation. We actually had a little bit of deflation most years um, during the 50 years leading up to World War I. And at the same time, we had strong growth around the world. You know, that was considered at the time a golden age until World War I wiped out those thoughts. Um, so we will go back to something like that. We'll learn the lesson of the past and go back to something like that. But we'll have to do it by devaluing the dollar relative to gold. So we'll, we'll announce on some Sunday night when all the markets are closed that henceforth the dollar is now just a name for one ten thousandth of an ounce of gold or some number in that ballpark. And going forward, we'll be able to exchange dollars for gold uh, via the government and the supply of dollars will increase at one or two percent a year. So we'll have a sound monetary system. But, but that hyperinflation, that burst of inflation, will impoverish everybody who trusted the government and held on to dollars. In other words, when, when a car becomes $100,000 and milk is 10 bucks a gallon and bread is $9 a loaf, uh, your dollars aren't worth as much anymore. So if you trusted the government, you're the one who suffers as part of their past mistakes. So outside of the car costing a hundred grand because <laughs> we're kind of already there aren't we very simple to understand and when you think about what we've been telling you for over two decades this is wealth insurance right you're buying protection you're buying protection because we decided i say we we didn't get to vote on it. Right? This is the system that, that they took us down. Right? J.P. Morgan, the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergers, the Warburgs, right? all of those guys, they decided out of greed that they wanted a fiat money system. And remember, as I've explained to you, throughout the years, right? They already know it's going to zero. 
and you start to think about all the things that they're putting in place, right? We're seeing it now, right? Talking about the fact that they're so big that the government's almost, what, they're forced to bail it out. Well, they think they are, and this is what they do. So the, the, the choice is really simple, right? We could do the Great Depression over again, let them all go bankrupt. Of course, now if they go bankrupt, guess what? They take the money from your bank account. You let them all go bankrupt, or you bail them all out. By the way, you should hear him talk about the, the greatest investor of our generation. Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett. You know what? He's not great. He was flat busted. Don't be fooled. He got bailed out with all the rest of them. Matter of fact, not only did he get bailed out, they gave him a whole bunch of stuff. Right? They wanted you to be confident. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I actually think that Weimar Republic is really what happened. For those of you that aren't familiar with that, very simple. The money became so worthless. Eric used to tell the story about, uh, think about Venezuela. Remember uh, a while back, I, I think we had the picture up there of the uh, supermarket in Venezuela at the meat counter, and they were weighing the money. In the Weimar Republic, people were walking with wheelbarrows full of money, and they'd get robbed. Right? They dump out the money and just steal the wheelbarrow. And this is what happens when you have the government or Alan Greenspan or Ben Bernanke or Janet Yellen, Jay Powell. When they decided, you know what, we'd rather just keep printing money. And eventually, everything spirals out of control. They talked about New York. Listen, you got to listen to the whole thing. I, I did a disservice when I told you how close this thing really is. Just to put it in perspective, just in health care benefits, forget about actually paying for the, the pensions, you know, the monthly pension checks, just in health care benefits for the city of New York. $50 billion underfunded. The numbers are astronomical. And then I just started thinking about, you know, he keeps talking about this gold-backed system and how they'll equate it to one ten-thousandth of an ounce of gold. And I remember I told you about Japan, right, how it costs, I forget what an ounce of gold there is, like 130,000 yen or something ridiculous. They'll do it electronically. Don't you know? Don't be fooled, right? They'll do it electronically, but that sure seems to make a lot of sense. And those that trusted the government are going to do the worst. And really, what he meant by that: if you only have paper assets, right? If your whole retirement is what you have in the bank what you have in your 401k or your IRA, your annuities, all those annuities are garbage. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Listen, they're good as long as something doesn't break. 
All the it's guaranteed though. Double they said it. I, I they told me it's guaranteed. There's 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 a lot of fine print. It's guaranteed all right up until they're not a solvent company anymore. Period. Which means it's not guaranteed at all. Those are the facts. Those are the realities. You can choose to ignore them. You want to trust the government? Do it. All I'm telling you is have something else just in case I'm right. Got a great deal coming up for everybody next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. Delaying the Kavanaugh Senate vote in October did not help anyone except those smearing the good man who now sits on the Supreme Court. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell promised that Kavanaugh would be confirmed, and he was, but his strategy may have kicked away Democrats who might have supported the nominee. By giving an unnecessary platform to Kavanaugh's accusers, McConnell provided political cover for every Democrat in the chamber facing tough races at home. Also, delays like that simply facilitated more false accusations and future precedent to continue this kind of character assassination. No court of law would allow a witness to completely take over the scheduling as Kavanaugh's opponent did. But like the failure of a superior army to advance to win a battle, the dilly-dallying by the Republican leadership led to lost opportunity. Relatively few Americans watched the entire hearing, instead seeing only headlines and soundbites spun by a media determined to sink conservatives. This is fake news in its worst form. Sexually explicit allegations are politically deadly, no matter how false and implausible they are, and the GOP-controlled chambers should never err in giving the other side a platform. Sexually obscene testimony that is uncorroborated should not be allowed and given credibility by the Senate Judiciary Committee or any other official chamber. Moreover, false descriptions like attempted rape should be ruled out of order and prohibited. The Me Too movement grows bolder all the time, and this was just their latest high-profile hit job against an innocent conservative. It's high time that Republicans take a stand against letting these antics run unchecked. Not only is it harmful to due process and our justice system, but it belittles the credibility of true survivors of sexual assault. Sexual crimes are vile, despicable acts that should be prosecuted swiftly and harshly. To allow the left to take on sexual assault as a new form of victimhood or manufactured political hit is to make a mockery of true victims and the very justice system that Democrats feign to support. It's time for steel backbones in the GOP to stop this growing onslaught against truth. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. I just happened to be compiling a rather extensive uh, investment portfolio. Oh, what do you got? Blue chip stocks, AAA bonds. No, I don't. <laughs> Something wrong with that? Yeah, well, what you got is just paper. Most economists say that's going to be worthless. So, uh, what would you suggest? You got any gold? Yeah, cufflinks. <laughs> 
Keep a sense of humor about it. <laughs> that was that uh, Barty Miller clip from way back in the day. And, and remember, this hasn't been going on that long. And we we went full fiat 1971. We've added almost 22 trillion dollars of debt federally. The Fed's balance sheet, we've added $4 trillion of debt there, so that's $26 trillion. The states and local governments have added another 3 or $4 trillion, so that's about $30 trillion. Right? You're starting to do the math. You can trust them. And that's fine. Because you know what? We don't know when. I Put it this way. It's getting a lot closer. Right, and you start thinking about the the last card they pulled when when they defaulted the last time, right? When they closed the gold window, that was another default. When they took the gold from the citizenry, another default. Now all of a sudden, all these central banks around the world are back in the gold business now, just like they started doing in the late fifties and through the sixties. Something big is coming. You can feel it. Listen, they covered up the problem through these bailouts, and they bailed them all out. They created trillions, and now guess what? Here it is, supposedly the good time, and the debts are exploding. But you know what? Things are getting ready to slow. Listen, you need to put product away. you got to do it. Last, what was, I don't know, it was last week, it was early this way. The time goes by so fast, I forget. We ran the CUBU $20 Liberties in Saints. Remember, those came from Europe. And my guess, and I remember I told you that I, my guess would probably be Switzerland would be my guess. Today, I've got another deal for you, but these aren't 20. Little, I like the fractional gold a little better anyway. These are the ten dollar pieces. There's about there's about a hundred and fifty, just under a hundred and fifty ten dollar liberties. These are going to be the older ones, eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven, back when we were on the gold standard, back when these were ten dollars. And remember, for those of you that don't know. CU and BU, because this is one of the things that we talked a lot about. You know, we, we know about AU, right, almost uncirculated, and then we know that they, they have the slab gold, right, where they come in the hard plastic case, and it's mint state, we call it mint state, and it's like a scale, 0 to 10, but it goes 60 to 70. These are coins that have not seen the light of day they got minted by our uh, by our treasury back in the 1800s early 1900s were put on a boat and went into some vault in Europe I don't know where like I, I'm guessing Swiss could be Belgium I don't know and they sat there And they got bought by some private billionaire, probably. 
and he transferred that bag into his private vault (laughs) or left it at the bank who knows what they did but this bag never saw the light of day and obviously it got moved around and it went up for auction and how they do it and and this is uh, a little different than how you know they're not buying one at a time nobody's picking through the bag the whole bag goes on sale and what happens is is this the 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 wholesaler buys the whole thing sight unseen unopened bag of ten dollar limbs never seen the light of day and they buy it and they ship it back to the united states and they go through that bag coin by coin and they look at every one of them. The CUs and the BUs. You only hear about that. And by the way, that means brilliant uncirculated or choice uncirculated. They're the same thing. Depends on, you know, Jason, uh, he knows them as CUs. I knew them as BUs, but they're the same coin. CUBUs. These are coins that in the normal times in you know like I said in 23 years of business we've never sold one of these before cuz they didn't exist these are coins that are gradable in other words these are mint state 61 mint state 62 the only ones they'll send to grade today mint state 63 and up on the liberties on the states i think they got to, they don't send them until they're four because the premiums, the difference between the graded and the ungraded so small that it's not worth sending these out to be graded. So these are not going to come in the slab. I've got a hun- about 150 of these. Our regular price, right, for our raw 20s. You know the ones. We sell them here all day long. Are six hundred and seventy-five bucks today. You can buy these CU libs, these CUBU ten-dollar liberties, right? That they should really be Mint State sixty-ones, Mint State sixty-twos at six hundred and seventy-five bucks. You don't pay more. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, quick look here, by the way. Gold's up four. Gold's up four or five bucks now. $1,214 on gold. Silver's up uh, 14, 15 cents, $14.23. So looks like we maybe have found the bottom here. Things are just getting started. Uh, if, if you're calling, just stay on hold. We'll get to you in the order that you call. There's still two lines open at 800-951-0592. These are the CUBU, however you want to call it, $10 Liberties, 1866 to 1907. When we talk about a gold set, I don't even want to think about what they could be worth if 
if it's the new currency is going to be one, what did he say, one ten thousandth of an ounce of gold? 800-951-0592. When we get back, we're going to talk about 11 reasons that point to the slowdown that's already here. 800-951-0592. You guys are sharp, so we had a customer call. Me, hey, if I buy 10 or more, can I get a, a cheap? Can I get it cheaper? All right, so if you buy 10 or more, 670. But that's it. That's the best I can do. So these are BUCU $10 Liberties, 1 through 9, 675. 10 or more, 670. Now, after I got off the air yesterday, gold caught a bit. Right now, gold today, right now, again, up over five bucks now, 1550 and rising. Here's what happened. There is a huge game of chicken going on right now in Italy. They were supposed to turn in a new budget request for approval to the European Central Bank. Right? Well, I've kind of been telling you, they submit a budget, they say no. They submit a budget, they say no. Right? Because Italy wants to break the rules and wants to run much larger deficits. They told the European Union yesterday, we're not submitting, you, you, you've got our budget. There is no new submittal. Italian bond yields spiked again. Now, remember, we talked about that, the bank that was getting ready to go bust. They bailed them out the other day. But here's the problem now. All of the Italian banks, because the ECB now will not buy any more Italian bonds until they agree to follow the rule. So the Italian banks are buying them all. As these yields spike, those bonds are worth less. Right now, the Italian yields hit a new high today of just under 3.6% for their equivalent of a 10-year note, which, think about it historically, is nothing. At 4%, all Italian banks, and the, the big ones that are buying all the bonds, become insolvent. And this is where the game of chicken... Italy's like, really? You want us to go insolvent? We'll take down everybody. right? We're not Greece. We'll take down everybody. And the, the European Union's like, nah, you won't do it. You'll cave. We're not caving. Today, they said if they get pushed, they will leave the Eurozone, which will, again, take down everybody. And you think about the fact that people aren't really, you know, and you you listened uh, to USA Watchdog. He said, right, everybody got this mentality out there that these bailouts are going to happen, these bailouts are going to happen, and everything's going to be great, and then you get the big explosion. On the weekend, when the markets are closed, right, well, how did you go bankrupt? Well, it was real gradual at first, and then I went suddenly. 
And this is exactly what we're talking about. There are so many tipping points in the world today, but this is what's got everybody nervous. We have more Brexit issues. I mean, there's so many things. Brexit, slowdowns, trade wars, Italian bond yields now. If they get too high, that's it. 800-951-0592. C-U-B-U-10 Libs. 675, 10 or more, 670. How about this story? This is all you need to know. Wells Fargo. We know they're a horrible criminal organization. People should have went to prison. Everybody should have been fired. They shouldn't even be a bank. right? They should have forced them to sell everything off. You're out of the banking business. But again, if they did that, see, you would find out the Ponzi scheme. Wells Fargo is adapting an unusual defense against its shareholders. See, us little peons that merely were the ones that were the victims of Wells Fargo, you can't sue them. Right? All the initial here, sign here, hit okay here, right? That's part of the, the fine print. Shareholders, on the other hand, they can't. Here's their defense. They're claiming that shareholders can't hold the bank accountable for CEO Tim Sloan's statement that it was working to quote-unquote restore trust and be more transparent about its scandals because the shareholders should have known that it was obvious that the CEO was lying. That is the defense. Wells Fargo put forth in a legal filing aimed at getting a shareholder lawsuit dismissed that relies on the legal concept. Believe it or not, this is actually a legal defense. It's called puffery. See, it's fine because everybody knows that when we we release earnings and our CEOs go out on the idiot box and tell you how great of a job they're going to do, everybody should know they're really lying. This is according to the L.A. Times. Generally, businesses engage in puffery when they make advertising claims that are vague or transparently untrue. Like a restaurant claiming the world's best burger. (laughs) See? It's just puffery. I'm telling you how great we are. Doesn't actually, I don't actually mean it. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Get yourself something that isn't involved in puffery before it's too late. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, the Dow is down. Uh, I don't know. 
right? It's still early, right? The most important part of the day is like the last 30 minutes. Uh, gold's up, like I said, but five bucks, twelve fifteen. Silver now up seventeen cents, fourteen and a quarter. Uh, still, this is it. I've got a, I've a half dollar rolls have already shipped. I actually ordered extra. I so I have silver halves at one twenty. If you want those, the CUBU ten lip. I can't wait to see them. Right, the twenties that we sold, those shipped yesterday. They'll be, they'll probably be arriving in Phoenix and Colorado. My guess would be uh, Friday, maybe Monday. I, I'm not sure, but they're already shipped. These are going to ship on Monday, so that means we'll have them in our hands before the end of next week. Can't wait to see what they look like. C-U-B-U, $10 liberties. Remember, these, again, out of Europe again. These were coins that they would normally be graded Mint State 61, Mint State 62s, but because the spreads are so tight, right, you got, you know, the bond yield curve, and they're saying, oh, it's so flat. We have to stay in gold, right? The yield curve is so flat. That they're they're offering these at a a big discount, so you can pick up BUCU ten dollar liberties. Right, remember why we like old gold. You can buy it, sell it, trade it. You don't have to worry about ten ninety nine. If they confiscate gold again, you think about what we learned today. It looks like that could be a real possibility. There's a chance you could keep these. Right, because the last time in '33, the only gold you could keep was collectible gold. When we started minting gold again through the Gold Eagle Act of 1985, all pre-1933 U.S. gold got reclassified as collectible. You think about it here. I mean, it, it's 2018. Every one of these coins is over 110 years old. Think about it, right? Most of them are going to be older than that. 800, and they're going to look, apparently they're going to look stupendous. 800-951-0592, BUCU, $10 Liberty, 675, buy 10 or more, 670. We still have about 100, 100, a little over 100 of them left. So, so we've got plenty of them left. Take the time, put them away. Throw some silver in there. Cheapest price per ounce is going to be on those half-dollar rolls at $120 a roll. 800 951 I didn't get to it today. I will try to. The 11 signs that the whole world is slowing. Uh, we'll get to that. Hopefully, uh, if we don't do it, you know, we got fake news Friday tomorrow. If we don't get to that, uh, we'll get to it next week. Uh, Wells Fargo, that's, I believe that's on our website. you got to read it. It's incredible. Talking about the shareholders suing because the CEO, that's, dude, he just flat out lied multiple times. But it's fine. It's puffery. It's what everybody does. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. Everybody have a great rest of your day.